TARDIS. It can travel anywhere in time and space. And it's mine. Please. Look at it. Go on, same. Most people do. on the outside. Hey, what's up? And welcome back to Smaller on the Outside. My name is Dave, and I will be the Time Lord with you this evening, and with me as always is... Andy. Yes, that's right. Well, I guess it's the first single-parter episode of the season of Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Or so, uh, or so it says it is. Yeah. Because at the end of the episode, I, I'm still questioning that. Um, I mean, it didn't feel like a two-parter. I don't know, because it, it, it was weird. Um, I would like to announce, apparently, uh, on... Uh, I, I read that the Christmas special will be in theaters. Really? Yes. Huh. So that's some news. Do you know what it's going to be called, or maybe I shouldn't ask? Uh, I, I haven't seen any name for it. It's probably like... Uh, Oh, Christmas tree or something like that. I don't know. Right. Yeah. So this episode was entitled Sleep No More. It is the ninth episode of the ninth season. Without further ado, let's talk about the episode. Is the Christmas special going to be in theaters on Christmas Day? Well, I would assume so. I mean, a lot of movies come out on Christmas Day, and it would... Yeah, but some of the other theater episodes would be played a couple days before they aired on TV, so... Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't see when it would actually be out in theaters. Um, well, I would look it up, but I'm, I'm afraid this, I don't want to see what the title is. <laughs> yeah, the title is... I can almost guarantee the title is not spoilery. But anyways, yeah, this one was called Sleep No More, and you know what it reminded me of before I actually watched the episode? Just the title? What? Um, there is an X-Files episode called Sleepless. <laughs> right? And this episode geared around these soldiers who were part of a secret mission. Um, I guess they were given drugs that stopped them from having to, to sleep. Um, so they were always awake, but the problem is that made things a lot worse for them, and so they had these special abilities, but they were always angry because they couldn't sleep, and they wanted to, but interesting episode, but while watching this episode of Doctor Who, it was somewhat similar to that. Somewhat. Just a little bit, I guess. But completely different as the, at the same time. Um, so what you should know about this episode before it begins is it is found footage. Yep. Um, we've had found footage in Doctor Who before, right? Um, with David Tennant, I want to say. Are you talking about that, that one episode? The one with the guy and his team and they're all out looking for the Doctor and... Yes, I, I do believe so, but I think... That... People are always looking for the doctor. You, you know, the one with where he's talking to his webcam, and it's and there's uh, the absorbable off in I it and stuff. I think, I think so. I remember there 
Well, I mean, he, he talked to his webcam in the beginning and the end of the episode, but most of it was, it wasn't found footage, it was just surrounding his team, for the most part. Ah. Well, it just felt like found footage, I remember feeling at least. And this one's also found footage-esque as well. It's not totally found footage in the general sense. I mean, it, 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 yeah, everything that you see. It's mostly found footage, but I mean, there's there's security cameras, but for the most part, it's just like all found footage right. stuff. Well, some do some things do that. Um, I've seen Paranormal Activity, I think, do that for the later movies and stuff like that. Well, well, found footage is usually just uh, camera footage that somebody's holding, not not security cameras right. like we had in this episode. <laughs> Traditionally speaking, this isn't found footage, but that's clearly the inspiration. So, the uh, episode starts off with a guy talking to a camera saying, Hey, you probably shouldn't watch this because it's going to change your life, but not in a good way. It's, it's just, it's just going to be bad. I'm warning you right now, don't watch this episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> Uh, we don't know who this guy is, but he's basically saying, I've compiled uh, some videos that were taken. The only videos that were found in order to document uh, what's been, what just went on here. So he said that, and there was no, yeah, because he said, Let, let's start talking about it. And then there was no time vortex intro. It was... Right, right. There, there wasn't a regular intro, but they had like a Matrix um, thing. Yep, Matrix. And if you pay attention, it, it didn't just have Doctor Who, but it had a, a few other things. Like I saw Clara's name. Oh, there. does it? I was thinking it probably did. It was like Bible code or something, where you're trying to figure out, decipher what it actually says, and do a word search and stuff like that. I wonder if it has like Jenna Coleman, Peter Capaldi, stuff like that. <laughs> uh, maybe. No, I don't know. Um, but was, as we go on, we learn that this episode centered on a rescue team. There's like five of them or something like that. Uh, there's Chopra, uh, which is like a normal dude. Um, there's a girl. There's a guy known as a grunt. Grunt, right? That was what it was. Yeah. And uh, just a few other people. Weird names. There was like Deep something or other. What was it? <laughs> Deep Ando. Deep Ando, that's the guy's name. Uh, Whenever I hear the name Ando, I think of heroes. Is that like Hero and And? Uh, Hero Nakamura's friend. I think I, his name was Ando. Was it Ando? I I don't I remember. So. But there are all these people. They're all they're wearing these helmets that I guess we just think they have cameras on because they are following everybody's eyes as they look around. So it's like they're wearing GoPros, is the kind of idea here. Yeah. They all have GoPros on, and we're following each one. It's cutting between each one here. And they are going to, uh, on a mission, to save some guy on a ship somewhere, which is the guy in the beginning who's talking to you. Mm -hmm. um, so they're on their way to save him from something. I guess they've been signaled over there. They need to they need to get there. I think it was probably a distress signal. Well, I I, I would uh, suppose so suppose so since they need a doctor that uh <laughs> finds stress and does stuff about it, I guess. <laughs> I I forget his uh title, but it, um he was there to look at stress. But yeah, they're they're going through an empty ship because the empty ship has 
no crew. The crew's just, it, it's just gone. There's no crew there, and it's freaking them out. And at this point, I'm watching, I'm thinking, oh, we're just watching Alien. Um, I know you probably haven't seen Alien thus yet. Nope. I still highly recommend you watch Alien and Aliens, because they are great sci-fi movies. I plan to probably check them out. I always saw when I grew up. I always grew up thinking Alien is like a horror movie, and I guess in some sense it kind of is, but I think it's more of a sci-fi movie, and it's a pretty good sci-fi movie at that. Don't need to see three or four. Those are horrible movies. Um, Yeah. On On to the show here. So they're going around, they're trying to find things, and they just kind of run into the Doctor and Clara who are talking about space restaurants and space hats or something like that yeah yeah they were saying that there's nothing ever with space in front of it. it's just restaurants or just hats but then she's like what about spacesuits yeah what about space stations or spaceships or or whatever there's a lot of space words that make sense otherwise you're just talking about space in general um what about french fries they should just be called fries uh, so they're just kind of arguing when they actually run into the rescue crew. And so that's when everybody teams up together and runs into this big Sandman creature. Now, that's the first thing I thought of when I saw it, but when I thought about Sleep No More, I thought about the Sandman, obviously. But the actual explanation of what this thing is, it actually crossed my mind at one point, but I, then I thought... No, that's not possible. <laughs> that's stupid. But then I, then when it actually was, I was like, well then. Yeah. Okay. I guess we're just going to have to accept the fact that that's what it is and move on with our lives. Uh, yeah. But I do actually like the villain in this episode. I, I think it's very Doctor Who-esque anyways. Anyways, they're chased by this uh, sand person. And then I'm just thinking, don't let the Sandman get you when you're going to bed and everything. Um, they run into a room, and there's these pods in them, and these are like sleep chambers or something. They're anti-sleep chambers. or There's something, and Clara gets stuck in one somehow. Yeah, these things don't make any sense. They say it's a sleep chamber, and then they say later on in the episode there's this guy that's been in one for a long time and say he hasn't slept in years, and that doesn't make any sense with a sleep chamber. Morpheus. That made no sense to me at all. He's like, oh, the guy who's in here has not slept in five years. Are you sure he hasn't just been sleeping for five years if he's in there? Right. Uh, Or do you just not count that as sleeping? I don't understand. Yeah, it makes no sense. So... The uh, she she gets wrapped up in one of these anti sleep chambers, and a a few hologram girls start singing, "Mr. Sandman, bring me a drink." Blah 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 blah. You know the song from Back to the Future. And then he gets Clara out of there, and once he gets her out of there, he looks at her really strangely because this found footage episode includes now Clara's eyes, which. Is kind of weird because she's not wearing one of these helmet things like everybody else. Right. But they start to explain what these sleep or anti-sleep chamber things are when they run into the guy in the beginning of the episode who was actually hiding in one of these chambers for who knows how long. He wouldn't open up for the doctor, but when uh, Clara sweetly asks him to get out 
and he explains what this Morpheus thing is, which is basically an... It's the guy who tells you what the Matrix is. <laughs> yeah, he's the architect. He's the architect, and he basically says that this Morpheus thingamajig um, is a machine that machine. allows you to sleep for like five minutes, but then when you wake up, it's it, it eliminates the need to sleep for a few months. Um, I think he said you sleep in it for five minutes, and that makes it so you don't have to sleep for a month. One month, was it? Yeah, I think that's what it said. Do we? Do, do they really explain why? They said um, that there's that it alters your brain chemistry somehow, so that you don't need to sleep as much. I guess. Not how, but why? Why are they doing it in the first place? Oh, so so you can get more work done. But you know, the whole idea of this episode, or at least part of the idea of this episode, is that you know we need sleep. Sleep is important. We can't just um, mess around with stuff in order to make things easier um, because you can go a little bit too far uh, with that. Right. Um, so we learn more about that and they run into more sand people. Um, yeah. <laughs> One of the guys runs into like Siri. <laughs> Actually, I thought it was more like GLaDOS from the Portal games. Because it's got a little bit of an attitude. He's he's stuck in a room, and there's, like, these sand people that are coming after him. And she's asking him to sing that song that the Morpheus song, the Mr. Sandman, Bring Me a Dream, uh, or Bring Me a Dream, I don't know. Yeah, Dream. I always thought it was a drink. For some reason, I was always like, Bring Me a Drink. That makes no sense. It doesn't mean to have to make sense. It's just Bring Me a Dream makes sense, Sandman. Well, yeah, but bring me a drink so the Sandman, Sandman can go away, stay awake. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, so he starts singing to GLaDOS, and once she's happy, she opens the door for him, and he just runs into another Sandman who eats him. Now, these things have big old, like, open, it looks like mouths, but, like, I don't know if they're mouths or, like, they look like almost clothes like they open up their jacket and they swallow them whole basically because they're real big mouths so one guy's down for the count and then the doctor notices that the sand people are actually blind uh, they're hungry they're always hungry but they're always blind and I think this is the point when we find out what they are right Sand people aren't actually sand, but they are the little crusties in your eye when you're tired. I think. Uh, the. I think we actually found that out a little bit earlier. Okay, they're like those mucus stuff that your eyes expel when you're tired. You know the stuff. Your eye boogers. Now these things are like some kind of mutation of eye boogers, and they became monsters, who come and eat you whole makes perfect sense because when you mess with the the stuff in your brain that keeps you awake apparently you create monsters made of eye boogers I don't know but using his little you know sonic specs he projects to the people what he's seeing that there is this footage there's no CCTV there's no security stuff 
there's there's no actual uh, helmets that have cameras. Those helmets just have like lights, I guess. Also in this scene, there was a I think the doctor and Clara were talking, and there was another girl in the room, and and you were seeing through through the eyes of everybody, and nobody had a helmet cam in this in this room. Nobody had a helmet at all. Right. Exactly. So now that we know that the helmets don't have cameras, I'm starting to wonder what they have other than a flashlight. Flashlights, maybe like a mic or something. Well, I mean, you know, head protection. Yeah. So we were full. What a what a big M Night Shyamalan twist here. Anyway, <laughs> so he's he has this theory about what he is actually watching them. What is we're what are these eyes? What, where, where are they coming from? They are apparently sand eye booger particles in the air or something like that. Um, now, this is what bothered me. Okay, so these things are blind, and yet they've got these sand eyes in the air. So how can they not see these people? What did he say? He said these creatures are blind because their vision receptacles were stolen or something like that. And okay. apparently they were s stolen by something, whatever that is. Um, and so those some things are just, I guess, just floating on people's shoulders or something, watching each other. <laughs> but then again, he also said, Clara, and this is through your eyes, uh, and eventually you're going to turn into a sand person or something. I'm not sure what he said to her, but it's I don't. No, what it means. Yeah, I don't remember. Other than there's not much time. We have to save the world. Uh, he runs once again into the guy from the video in the beginning of the episode who shows him this sleep chamber thing. Um, and no, this episode, it did not open up with the doctor. <laughs> right, right, right. I almost wanted it to... Uh, I almost wanted it to happen, too. It sure does look like the same kind of sleep chamber thing. But no, this was the sleep chamber that apparently whoever's inside has been not sleeping for five years, but has been inside for five years or whatever it was, because that was yeah, not no clear sense. whatsoever. Made no sense. I don't think this was written by Stephen Moffat. Uh, no, Mark Gatiss. It was, it was Gatiss? Yeah. Is this the only Gatiss episode of the season so far? Yeah, I think he usually only writes uh, one episode per season. His episodes are usually kind of weird or creepy or whatever, too. Well, so does Stephen Moffat, if you want to be completely honest. <laughs> right, but if you think about... These are, the, these are the episodes he's written. The Unquiet Dead, The Idiot's Lantern, Lazarus, uh, Lazarus Experiment... The Victory of the Daleks, Night Terrors, Cold War, The Crimson Horror, Robot of Sherwood, and Sleep No More. So, I mean... Crimson Horror. Ah, uh, Crimson Horror. That was... That's a good one. <laughs> oh, wait. He didn't actually write The Lazarus Experiment, but he was in it. He was in it. Yeah. But, I mean, just... Uh, his episodes do tend to be weird or, or, or creepy. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so, what happens here is the sleeping pod majigger thingy-majig opens up, and guess what comes out? Uh, a booger man. Morpheus guy, who's been in there for five years, is just a Sandman. 
Yep. He's patient zero, apparently, is also just a normal Sandman. Look at Sandy go. Alright, so... Um, he runs off, right? The guy in the beginning, he runs off, and they're off to fight the Sandman. And because the doctor knows he's blind, he has the hologram girls sing it a song so they can run off to the TARDIS and escape. Uh, but the problem here, I find, is this is where it, the ending is confusing to me because we run back to the guy who is in the beginning, which is now the end. He says... Now you're going to show this, everybody, boys and girls, because this uh, frequency is being shot across the entire universe to every planet, every solar system, everything. Everybody's going to turn into boogermen? I don't know. And and he he himself starts to turn into the dust, the sand dust, the boogers, whatever. He, he twists out his eyeball <laughs> or whatever. Which turns into sand, and this is kind of a cool effect. Like this entire, his entire face goes from like perfectly human to like sand. It's like the reverse of uh, the best effect in Spider-Man Three with the guy coming out of the sand. Um, I thought it was a bit like uh, Michael Jackson's ghosts. Oh yeah, that too. That's very similar to that, except where he where he smashes his head onto the ground and he comes out and it's all turns into dust or sand yeah. or whatever. So the guy just he just starts melting. He just turns into sand while he's talking. Um uh, he's laughing and then he just, and then he's just playing playing old sand. Um and that was creepy. That was that was terrifying. That should have been a Halloween episode, tell you what. But that was the end of the episode. Um yeah, well, see, the guy, he, he's hes broadcasting this message, but I don't think it actually ever gets out because they're orbiting uh, Neptune. I think the, the the space station just crashes down to Neptune before the message gets was to it, get broadcast. Was it over Neptune? Yeah. They did say that this was the um, 38th century. Right. Yeah, that's, that's where we are, so... And I mean, Captain Jack comes from the fifty-first century, and this hasn't happened. So Captain Jack is from uh, yeah. what century is the end of the Earth from the like first season? Oh, that that wasn't a century. That would have been uh, millions of years. So we got a ways, a ways to go. Right. Um, but no, at the end of the episode, it felt like we're not done. Because at the end, the doctor was saying, I just don't understand it. I just don't get it. This doesn't make any sense. And he left. <laughs> That's literally like the last thing the doctor said. He said, I don't get this. doesn't make any sense to me. And he left on the TARDIS. <laughs> well, where are you going? The doctor almost never runs away from something and then it just never... It's just... They never go back to it. I guess he just gave up. Screw this! <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Uh, it m almost makes the entire episode feel useless. <laughs> because I'm like, oh, you're just gonna run away from... The whole time you're just gonna run away? Because... What about the other people? The people who actually survived? There were still people that survived, weren't there? Or they're all dead? No, I think there were survivors. I, I figured they uh, all went on the TARDIS or something. I only saw Claire run into the TARDIS and the Doctor run into the Doctor. So, I don't know. 
Because if that's the case, I'll tell you what exactly what happened in this episode. The doctor came to save the world. Everybody died, and the doctor said, screw it, I'm out. <laughs> and making this episode quite pointless. Right. Though I, 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 I liked it because we haven't had, like, a one-run, like, an episode that's just an episode, which is cool. And I like the villain. The villains were really cool. But other than that, that episode was pretty useless. It had no closure. <laughs> okay, so there is one survivor, and it's it's looking like they went into the TARDIS, but... What, in the TARDIS? Well, I, I see Clara opening the TARDIS key, and the survivor is right next to her, but then the next shot goes straight to the doctor going into the TARDIS, so... Um... I don't. It, I'm assuming they went in. I doubt it because the doctor doesn't care who lives or dies anymore. Well, that that was last season. <laughs> no, he did did this season too. When? They they just don't like focus so much on it. Like you know when he and Osgood got out of the plane and the plane crashed with I don't even know how many people were in the plane. Well, I mean that's what that's what you said. They didn't actually say that in the episode. Well, I know I mentioned it because. I'm smart. <laughs> but I mean, Clara opens the door to the TARDIS and then and the survivor's right next to her and then the next shot the doctor goes in. So I'm assuming that the survivor had to have gone in the TARDIS with I Clara. I, I, I have a feeling like Doctor Who, it's all about saving people but they don't focus on it so much uh, lately. Right. I mean... There's the generalism, like he just he saves the world in general, but specific people, I feel like they skip out on. And I'm still I'm I'm waiting for the uh, sonic screwdriver to come back. Uh, yeah. I don't think it's gonna happen. I think he's gonna have sonic specs. I think if it happens, it's probably gonna happen in the finale or maybe the Christmas special. The whole Sonic Specs thing, or the guitar thing, or whatever—it's a Peter Capaldi thing. It's, it's his doctor's quote-unquote thing, kind of like Matt Smith with bow ties and red cap things. Well, I mean, it could be, but I still think they could have the Sonic Specs and the Sonic Screwdriver at the same time. You know, use them for different things. Or something. I simply think the Sonic Specs have way too many things that they can do that just does not make any sense. Right. I mean, the screwdriver did that as well quite often, but the Sonic Specs especially do special things that are just stupid sometimes. Yeah. I, I, it's just like an easy out, I think, sometimes, but whatever. I don't know. I don't really care too much for this episode. I don't really care too much about this one, especially because of the end. Um, I like. I think, this is, I think this is probably the weakest episode of the season. Probably is. I think they needed it because we've been overrun by two-parters. Two-parters right. are awesome, but too many of them can be bad too. So, I don't know. I, I feel like they need to find that, you know, happy medium. <laughs> or something that they, they just haven't had in a long time. It's either no two-parters or all, or the, all two-parters, um, which can also be bad, too. I think they just need 
some good fun episodes, some good uh, two-parters like they used to have in the past. Um, but apparently everything now is what it's like. We gotta have twelve episodes and a you know and a Christmas special or something like that. Like every year now. It used to be thirteen episodes and a Christmas special. But they changed things. Yeah, they changed it last they year. They changed things forever. Well, I mean, if you go back to the original series, it was 52 episodes in the first season. It went all year long. Uh, one episode a week. Well, <laughs> a little different, I think. <laughs> right. And then they have the radio show. Do they still do radio show stuff? Uh, I, th- I think, well, audio dramas, uh, I'm not sure. They still make them, but... Well, do they still do it? Yeah, they still make them. It's not like a reg- I don't know if it's a regular thing or not, or if it's just like CDs and stuff. I know they still write books. They'll always write books, but I know they, they they might write book about every story, or at least in the in the old series they did. There was a there was a book for every single story. You mean like I can find a story somewhere for sleep no more? Maybe, but I, I don't know if it's as common in the new series. But is it like a I, novel, or is it like... Yeah, I mean, it's like a novelization of the story. They they had pretty much one The older series single. I could understand, but I, I'd be absolutely shocked if they are still releasing books on like every episode story. Yeah, I think it might have just been for the old series. There, there's probably still some books for the new series, but uh, probably not as many as the old series was. Because the only books I've seen for Doctor Who have been, like, the ones, you know, that aren't actually Doctor Who, but, like, what River Song wrote or or what Amelia was reading or something like that. Um, no, no, not like not that. A, like, yeah. I mean, I guess it makes more sense for the old series anyway, because um, if you think about it, like... You know, they they're all at least four part episodes, and some of them were up to ten or twelve parts. So I, it makes sense, makes more sense for books, I think, than the new series. Novelization, I could see, I could see novelizations in a way for each season, not like every episode. No, it was it was it was for every story back then. Because I mean, there's like mini series out there that have novelizations, but it's like each chapter is an episode type of type of deal. I've seen that because I I've also read 24 books where you know it's 24 chapters, which means you know 24 episodes, blah blah blah. But what you're saying, it's more like let's write an entire book about hour one to two, <laughs> you know? So All it's right. like that that that's that's a little bit different. So we don't think that there's the Sandman's gonna return. Basically. I mean, I don't think so. Be kind of be kind of cool if they did, but no. I mean, yeah, the Sandman's kind of a uh, decent character. You know, the Doctor Who likes to get in your head a little bit and and uh, and and create villains that you that you think about when you're done with the show. You know, think about like what's in the corner of your eye. Corner of your eye, yeah. Or or you know like uh, what's in the mirror or. Well, they had a yeah, they had a corner of your eye in this episode too. Yeah, Doctor Who has that way of just explaining, you know, silly mythical um, bedtime stories. Um, yeah, bedtime stories. And then making it something epic and 
real life and tangible and stuff like that. They have a way of doing that, which is cool. And they did weeping angels, weeping angels, weeping angels. They they did uh, a lot uh, things over the years. They do it pretty much every single season, I think. Um, and this one's obviously the yeah, Sandman's gonna come. You're gonna go to sleep. You know those crusties in your eyes. <laughs> Whatever. Like it, it, it's explaining things in a way you wouldn't think of, which is cool. The ending I still think is stupid, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I, cool. look, I, um, I looked up the ending, and he does say it doesn't make any sense <laughs> right before he leaves. This doesn't make any sense. I don't understand this. All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> you know, I'm done. I am done. There is three more episodes of the season. Three more. Um, uh, and the cre- Christmas special three weeks after. In between the finale and the Christmas special, we will have our three special little podcast episodes our intermissionary podcast episodes we're just going to talk about TV in general TV not in general. specifically Doctor Who just TV TV stuff we like stuff we don't like uh, it, and... hey David you like that there TV you, you like that there TV yeah <laughs> you like you like LCD TVs I like plasma. What, what sizes? What sizes? What sizes your TV? Mine's forty-two inch. Mine's fifty inch. Yeah, but yours is three D. <laughs> no, that's totally good. The podcast episode's gonna be like, so you can look forward to that. Uh, Spoilers. Woo. Spoiler. Uh, my my TV is color. So. Mine's black and white. I can control it with my phone. Um, oh, yeah, I can do so. that too. Yeah, I can control it with my phone and my tablet. Okay, and, let's move oh, okay, on. Anyways, uh, uh, next episode as episode ten. It's also a one-parter episode. The only other one-parter episode in the season, unless you count the Christmas special, which some people do, some people don't. Um, uh, it's not really part of the season, but it'll probably be included in next season's Blu-ray. Most likely, yes. Um, is the next episode title spoilery? I don't think so. Um, what is it? It is called Face the Raven. Um, oh, yeah, I think I've seen that. You think you saw that? Somewhere. Uh, Face the Raven is a phrase, you know, people have said over the years. You know, you got to face the raven. I'm not entirely sure what the phrase means because I haven't heard it. I haven't heard the phrase very often, so I don't even really know what the phrase means. But... I've heard it. When I hear Raven, I think it's of the Edgar Allan Poe story. The Raven story by uh, yeah Edgar Allan Poe, the the creepy dude. Um, so that's the next episode um, next week, and then it will go once again into a two-parter for the finale. So actually speaking, the finale is the week after next. It's just the first part. Mm-hmm. So makes you think about yeah it's almost over and then it'll be christmas and then you know and then the podcast won't be on for a while i guess i mean we could talk about sherlock sherlock special if we do the sherlock special we could but when's sherlock coming back about a year after the special i'd guess 
<laughs> Are we gonna have one season, like season seven of A Smaller on the Outside, one frickin' episode? <laughs> it doesn't have to be a season. It could be outside of the season, just like a special. I guess it could just be a special. Or you could just tack it on at the end of the season. That'd be weird. Uh, I guess what we could do is we could make it three episodes again, and just we could talk about the movies or something um, with Robert Downey Jr. But I don't know about that. That'd be a bit weird. Uh, the Sherlock special is on January 1st, right? Yeah, January 1st. Uh, on B uh, In the UK and the USA on the same day. Yeah, because I mean, they're going to start filming Sherlock again in January. Uh, I think originally it was supposed right. to be January was they were going to film Doctor Who, but then they're going to film Sherlock in January and then start Doctor Who in February. So I'm guessing they probably wanted to give Stephen Moffat a little bit of room to film Sherlock before starting Doctor Who again. Isn't Benedict Cumberbatch... Isn't he filming Doctor Strange? Uh, yeah, they're filming Doctor Strange all the way up to the end of the yeah. year, and then Sherlock's going to start filming the beginning of next yeah. year. He's working on Doctor Strange, which is uh, the Doctor's actual name. Next week, once again, is called Face the Raven. Uh, so we'll be talking about that. You can catch us there. Um... As per usual, you can catch us on a variety of podcast networks. We're not on Google Podcasts yet because those don't exist yet. I'm guessing probably the first of the year they'll they'll probably be around, but that's just a guess. Um, but we are on Stitcher, iTunes, uh, WordPress, Twitter, blah, blah blah. Smaller on the outside, just Google us. The that'll that'll do the rest throw us a comment follow us uh we'll check you out next week um on smaller on the outside my name is dave and i was the time lord this evening and with me as always andy who was the sandman okay <laughs> by the way i did a quick google and i don't see our podcast on the first page of google results are we not well, I mean, there is this uh, uh, Google Plus post from you, but uh, that's pretty much it. I swear we were on there. I mean, it's got it's got the clip from the snowman, obviously, and uh, yeah. a few other. Well, that makes sense, but let's right. search Google and we'll see. You got well, you know, it shows you. A couple of things. It shows you the clips from the snowmen, but it shows you a preview of some images on Google search. Oh, oh yeah, I see that. It shows now. our podcast on that one. Um, right. A couple of them actually are about the podcast, but um, the first one is actually the podcast. Uh, smaller on the outside isn't the to the bottom of the page. I swear it used to be... Hold on, it's on the second page. The second page will have like everything else, but um, yeah, I see that. Although, if you search smaller on the outside podcast, you get a podcast, lot more. yeah, that'll do it because since we are on iTunes and everything, that's more soto podcast because, yeah, the thing is, 
iTunes is the podcast searcher, like the ultimate podcast searching thing. So, because we're on iTunes, that's how you probably pretty much find us. Whether you're finding us on Stitcher or whatever, it's it all comes down to iTunes, I think, because that's just how it is. What's this? That's where iTunes. Don't have... That's where podcasts. Yeah. It's just, just as some people don't have Apple devices, so, you know, I thought, you know... It doesn't right. even matter if you have iTunes or not, or if you have an Apple device. Podcasts started out on iTunes. Um, right, because, you know, I, iPod. Right. And uh, now they're everywhere, and you can find our podcasts on, on anything, so... So, check that out. Uh, anyways, yeah, like we said... I already greeted myself the last time, so all I have left to say is peace out. Peace out. Peace out.